I'm your host, Christina Harris, and welcome to the Glory Story Podcast. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to tune into another episode of the Glory Story Podcast. I hope you all are doing well, and I just want to take the time out to give a shout out and a huge thank you to... The people who have been supporting this podcast thus far, um, those who have been reaching out um, with their encouraging words, you truly have blessed my heart so much to hear how God is using uh, this podcast to pour into your lives. Um, And in that, you are truly pouring into me as well. And so I just, I don't want to take that for granted. Um, I appreciate each and every one of you, even the ones who don't feel comfortable speaking. Um, I appreciate you for just taking time out your day and listening to what um, the Lord has to say through me. And so, yeah, with that being said, um, today's segment is actually going to be based off of a poem I wrote a while back. I really feel that the spirit is prompting me to um, replay that for you guys. Um, I know when I was writing it, it he was really shedding a lot of revelation on me and just pouring a lot into me um, that I didn't quite realize um, as I was going through it. And so I pray that it does the same for you. I pray that you receive some type of revelation, some nugget, from it that you can take away and apply to your life as well. So without further ado, I'm going to take it back to a poem I wrote called God's Eyes. Rejection was my birth name, which early in life introduced me to a hopelessness filled with so much shame. Pain that was looked over and examined by doctors who could only see the symptoms, yet never tried to figure out the cause labeled me nicknames that took root inside my soul, my life on display with a comment section filled with what looked to be unloving trolls, lies that kept me in tight grip of bondage as I longed for acceptance. And we know where there is a longing to just fit in creates an opportunity for the enemy to tie you down with sin. My actions and my anger yelling, look at me, please just look at me. But how could I expect them to truly see me if they didn't have the correct eyes to see? God's eyes. I like to imagine they're hazel, a beautiful shade of mercy mixed with a whole lot of grace, surrounded by a white so pure to match the love he has for me. The word says we are made in his image, but please do not call me by his name. Yet see me the way he sees me with the love that's not so vain. So as I mentioned earlier, when I wrote this poem, uh, I definitely was able to reflect and receive a lot that I didn't realize, especially when I was going through it. And God was teaching me the importance of seeing things through his perspective, through his eyes, because we do walk around with this worldly veil over our eyes, this veil of unforgiveness, this veil of bitterness and resentment towards um, people due to pain and trauma, whatever it may be. And it allows us to harden our hearts, which in turn does not allow us to love the way we should love. And as I mentioned, I dealt with a lot of 
rejection um, in my younger years. And I'm not saying people didn't love me. I'm not here to say that. What I am here to say is it did seem as if they didn't try to figure out why is she this way? Why is she acting out? Why is she so angry? <laughs> why is she doing the things she she does? Yet they could clearly see all the symptoms from um, my pain. And what God was showing me was it's because they didn't have the advantage of seeing th- seeing you the way I see you. They didn't see you um, and understand why you were, were that way. And so even though I've already gotten to a place of forgiving, um, because like I said, I, I was not perfect. And I did a lot of things that I shouldn't have been doing and things that were taught to me that I was teaching to others and just like literally living and walking in anger. And I forgiven myself. I forgiven those who hurt me. But what God was showing me is a different level of forgiveness in the sense of understanding, understanding why I went through what I went through. And as I'm going through this journey of kind of understanding in this in the form of using what I went through to push me into who I'm becoming and not using what I went through to keep me in bondage, as I mentioned in another segment. Um, but in that, I'm able to truly look at every scenario and every situation through a different perspective. Not only the things that I've been through previously, but things that come my way now. So when a situation comes my way, and it tests me in that moment, I am able to look at this person through eyes of mercy, through eyes of grace, and through eyes of love. Because a lot of the times, yes, people hurt us. I get that. But can you truly say you've never hurt someone else? Can you truly say you've been perfect? None of us can, because no one's perfect. Because then we would be Jesus. And we're not Jesus, but we have to strive to be like Jesus, meaning giving mercy for those who need mercy, giving grace for those who need grace, forgiving those who hurt us. Because while you're sitting here in this bondage of unforgiveness, they're going about their lives, not thinking twice about what they did to you 20 years ago. So who is it really affecting by being angry? And that's not to downplay how you feel because you have every right in the natural, in the flesh, to feel the way you feel. But when you're able to look at it from the eyes of God allowed me to go through that. He placed me where he placed me. He didn't make any mistake there. So why did he put me there why did he allow me to go through that and not the type of why as in why God why why would you do that to me but why God why how can I use that for my greater purpose how can I use that to bring you glory and it's not easy it's not 
But the minute we're able to stop looking at things through a worldly perspective, we are truly breaking out of that bondage and walking into who we are meant to be. For example, because I was such an angry person and because I had all these chains on me and, and this, this hardened heart and this the mind, the way my mind worked, I, for most of my life, was not even myself in the sense of whatever environment I was in, I conformed to because I was trying to figure out who I was because I was walking around portraying to be this hurt, angry, mean person when deep down inside I had a heart so pure I truly love people but I but I projected as if I didn't I projected something completely different and would literally conform to whatever I mean I would be best friends with this person today best friends with this person tomorrow latching hold to this person I, I was a mess, but it's because I was operating out of bitterness and pain and unforgiveness and resentment due to the things I've been through. And yes, we all go through that, but there has to come a time in your life where you are tired of playing victim, where you're like, no longer will I play the victim. It happened. It's done. I can't take back what happened. You can't take back what happened. The person who did it to you, they can't take back what happened. But you cannot allow what happened to keep you tied down to the point where you cannot love people the way you were truly designed to love people. Because no one is perfect. And I had to realize that for myself. I did a lot I hurt a lot of people. So not only was I walking in unforgiveness towards them, but in shame. I was walking in so much shame to the point where it gets me emotional now. Because of that shame, I hid. I hid who I truly was. I was always constantly feeling the need to prove that I was different than what I was projecting. But who could believe me when I was projecting something completely different than what I was arguing, who I was arguing that I was? So now I'm dealing with trying to prove myself and the need of acceptance and the need of approval, begging for attention with my actions but just going deeper and deeper and deeper into not knowing who I am. Asking myself, well, maybe they're right. What if they're right? What if I am this person? And I believed it. I began to believe that lie. I believed, I began to believe the lie that the enemy was using other people to tell me. And so God got a hold of me. And started showing me who I really am. Started showing me who people really are. And that doesn't mean you let people walk all over you. Because I will not. But there is a balance. 
there's a balance. And in order to learn that balance, you have to seek God and say, God, search my heart. I know there's more. I know I have more to offer this world. I have more to offer the circle that you have placed me in. I have more to offer my children. Search my heart, dear God, and remove any hardened stones. That was the best decision I made. But when is enough enough? You will not know who you are if you don't know who God is because he is your creator. And the more you seek and learn who he is as your creator, the more you learn who you are what your worth is, the more you're able to forgive people and see that no one is short of sin. We all have sinned. And we all will continue to some degree or another sin. And to hold unforgiveness and to treat people With a hardened heart. What is that getting accomplished? What are we solving in doing that? Because for me, I was just going deeper and deeper and deeper into depression, into despair, into this whirlwind and cycle of jumping from pain to pain. And now I'm free. And there's still areas of my life that God is trying to free me from. But for the most part, I can say I am free. Thank God Almighty, I am free. And I want that for you. He wants that for you. But you have to be able to take off that veil. And begin to see people in situations through God's eyes, understanding that our understanding is not like God's understanding, but he has plans to prosper us. That means even through the bad, even through the pain, there was a plan to prosper you. There was a plan to prosper someone else. How do you know you forgiving that person may be the key to their salvation? But it takes time. But you have to be willing to say enough is enough, God. I want to truly operate in who you've called me to be. But it's a choice. We have free will. What will you choose? My hope is that you will choose freedom. God, we just thank you for another opportunity to be used by you, Lord. Lord, I thank you that 
today and moving forward that my words will be your words. Lord, let our actions be your actions. Help us to see people through your eyes. Help us to see the pain that other people are going through and in turn are projecting that pain on us. Help us to forgive. I rebuke that spirit of rejection. I rebuke that spirit of unforgiveness. And I send it to a place where it can no longer produce fruit in anyone's life. Here today as we speak in your name, Jesus. We thank you. We thank you that you have given us a choice to choose life. So let us take up our cross today, God, and choose life and walk into who you have called us to walk into. I pray that as I even speak this prayer, that chains are being broken and people are being set free from slavery of the mind. Help us to see why we had to go through the things that we had to go through why we made some of the mistakes that we made. Let it not hold us down any longer, but push us into our destinies. Push us into the women and the men that you have called and designed us to be, God. Let it be a testimony of your glory and your grace and your mercy and your love that you so willingly give us that we don't deserve, but you still give us. Let this message reach the one, the one who so desperately walks in this person, this persona that's not them. Let them be set free right now. We give you glory, God. We give you praise and we thank you in advance. We thank you in advance for all the hearts that are turning to you in this moment. We thank you in advance for the stones that are being softened in our hearts, God, even my own heart as I speak. And I pray your word and your truth over your people, God. Let us be transformed and be made new, Lord. We thank you. Amen. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode. Um, Oh. <laughs> boy um if you would like an opportunity to be on the podcast or if you just want to reach out for prayer or whatever it may be feel free to reach me at cghpod at gmail.com and in the meantime stay blessed know that i love you god loves you and it's all for his glory